When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No. They talk about the Cowboys every day. You understand there's 31 other NFL teams. How many Major League Baseball teams are there? 30? 32 NHL teams. They only talk about the Cowboys. How about that? They're America's team. And by the way, it's all just marketing. Have you watched the documentary on America's team or the football life? It was just marketing. It was the late 70s. But the football guys didn't like it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody, welcome to what we call a football Friday here on the RP Show. And for those uninitiated, um, pretty much whatever you want to talk about football-related, we wait all week for this, whatever your league is. I Spoiler alert, we're going to be talking some hockey right off the hop or uh, one of the top two topics in our Quick Six. But coming up with a program today, RP Show football analyst Jim Barker, presented by EMJ Marketing, Speakers Bureau, and also Emmanuel Arsenault, who... Um, very conveniently is a veteran of just about every football league as well. I'm here in South Florida where they're riddled with anxiety and anticipation of the big playoff match involving their Dolphins on the weekend. Moose is in Toronto where they're always riddled with anxiety. But I'm not <laughs> sure what, 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 what's, what's the word in Toronto today, Moose? What's going on? You want to know the, the latest thing is uh, Vladdy's going to arbitration. I'm sure that's in your sports updates. Yes. But he's going yeah. to arbitration, and now I'm getting DMs being like, how long till he's gone? So they just wait for him to leave, and they're upset that Marcus Stroman's not coming back. They thought he was going to come back. So uh, it's always something. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, we'll get to that a little later. But I guess why belabor things? Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Bryce? Hell yes. And we'll fire, fire it up from there. Well, I, I've been doing this all week. I don't know how long I'll continue it, but what's the... Big story. I guess I just asked you that. You said it's Vladimir Guerrero overall. But uh, so you, you handled your business, so I'll handle mine. It is America, after all, where I'm at. And uh, it is Football Friday. So the big story is the New England Patriots. Where's my breaking news bell? This is today. The New England Patriots have agreed to hire Jared Mayo to succeed Bill Belichick as the team's first black head coach, according to his source. DT. Uh, Gerard, details were still being worked out on Friday, according to the person who spoke on the condition of anonymity, because the team hasn't announced the decision. Gerard Mayo played eight NFL seasons and won a Super Bowl ring with the Patriots during the 2014 season. His hire comes a day after Belichick agreed to part ways with the Patriots after a 24-year run. That included six Super Bowl wins. And I got to say this. It's the speculation and the gobbledygook of what we do. Um, yesterday on ESPN Radio when I was out for the run listening, they all said, oh, it's going to be Vrabel. Vrabel, hands down. Vrabel's going to be the next co uh, coach of the Patriots. No, Gerard Mayo. So, surprise to you? It sounds like a surprise to many. I think a surprise to people who thought, you know, that it was going to be Vrabel and they, they saw, you know, from the Hall of Fame thing earlier in the season um, and Vrabel's connection. But to those who, you know, are in the know, and from what I've been watching and listening to this morning on coverage um, across all of North America, it's not a surprise. 
because, you know, Gerard Mayo has been in the organization. His contract was set up for this type of a promotion at some point. And how about the good organizations? When you make decisions, you have a plan for the future. Robert Kraft knew exactly what was going to happen, where he wanted to go, and what the evolution of that team was going to be. Bill Belichick out. And literally the next day, Gerard Mayo gets appointed the head coach, a plan that likely was in place for a long time. We are uh, going to go fast here in this section of the program. Coming up later on in hour two, we'll spend more time on all of these topics. Uh, we're going to move on to NHL leftovers from Thursday night. It was a very busy night. Here's just here's some quick one-timers. Yegor Sharangovich scored two of his three goals in the third period in Calgary, dumped Arizona 6-2 at Mullen Arena. Flames goalie Jacob Markstrom made 33 saves to help the Flames win for the fifth time in seven games. And Clark telling us this morning that Kevin Weeks tweeted... The eyeball-looking emoji with a picture of Markstrom. We don't have any idea what that means, but, yeah, Kevin Weeks saying something happening with Jacob Markstrom. We don't have time to get into it. Even the Calgary media is not reporting it. Kevin Weeks is, so uh, maybe we'll get into it later. Here in Sunrise last night, Sam Reinhardt scored on a backhander with less than a second to play in overtime. Matthew Kachuk tied it late in regulation, and the Florida Panthers beat the LA Kings 3-2 for their ninth straight win. In Detroit, Darnell Nurse scored 120 into overtime, and the Oilers beat uh, the Wings for their ninth straight victory. In Montreal, this one was an upset as far as you and I went. We picked Montreal to win, but no, McKinney. Kenzie Blackwood made 33 saves, and NHL worst San Jose snapped a 12-game slide with a 3-2 win over Lays Kennedy. In Winnipeg, Nikolai Ehlers scored with 105 to go, and NHL leading Winnipeg beat Chicago 2-1 for their uh, extending their franchise record winning streak to eight games. In New York, Matthew Barzal scored 21 seconds into overtime. Elias Sorokin made 32 saves, and the Islanders rallied to beat Toronto 4-3. In Pittsburgh, Elias Pettersson scored in a breakaway in overtime to lift Vancouver past Pittsburgh 4-3 for their fourth straight win. And in Buffalo, Tage Thompson scored twice in the Sabres' victory over Ottawa. The toilet bowl, the Sens have lost five in a row. So when I woke up this morning, you want to talk about the big story. Here in the States, it's Belichick and Gerard Mayo replacing him in Canada. It's the streaks. That's what I woke up to on my phone. People talking about the Jet streak, the Oilers streak, the Panthers streak, the Kraken streak. What do you, just a fad? Wouldn't you say? Just And the Kings have lost seven in a row. There's a streak, too, the other way. Uh, just, just a cool fad, I think, in the NHL, all the streaks this season. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, not good for LA Kings fans. Obviously great for Edmonton and Florida. My favorite story of the early part of the NHL season might be Sam Reinhart. 30 goals. Um, just fun to watch. And it goes all the way back to you and I watching him in the Western Hockey League. Kootenai Ice there in Cranbrook, uh, you know, high draft pick, and away we go. And it was a slow start to his career, but a good player, good person. And now he's having a breakout year. He's probably going to cash in this summer. I don't know if he'll keep it up, but I really love to see this, the start he's had. There is talk. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that analysis, by the way. There's talk of what Sam Reinhardt will get. What is he worth? My guy, Jersey Jim, probably watching today from New Jersey. His mom watches every day on Game Plus TV, by the way. Jersey Jim's mom. So shout out to Jersey Jim's mom. But he was like, what's Sam Reinhardt? I actually, I asked him, what's he worth? 8.5, 9, 
Jim came back with it. I'm like, I don't know. You just said it. We've been watching him since junior, following him all through his NHL career. I'm not sure he's all that. I'm not sure that he's that player. Stamkos is at 8.5 million. He's not Stamkos territory. And I'm a Sam Reinhart fan. I was at the game. But that's what they're talking about down here. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I will now. Oh, yeah, this is it. Because we're going to get to our NFL wildcard weekend picks. We have CFL winter meetings talk to come up with as well because it's football Friday. But I had breakfast this morning. I bought. So you know it was important because I'm so cheap. With the founder of a betting company, and you know which one it is. And we had a great chat. And I'm not going to say which company it is. And it was to do with my other show, the Cats and Bolts podcast. Nothing to do this with this one because we're married to Bet Regal. But we talked about picks, and I said, it's kind of funny how my predictions, everybody makes fun of the fact they're always wrong. And I said, I can't separate my head and my heart. So don't go by my betting advice. And I, we tell people not to go by my betting. And now they don't. They haven't for a long time. But I said to him, Patrick is his name. It seems to me that the, the, the guys that are the best pickers and predictors are uh, the guys that watch the most games. And he just smiled. He goes, that's it. That's it. He's American. He played college football. He's from New York. And that's all I'll say. But he goes, that's, he's a tech guy, startup guy. We had a great chat. Would you agree? Like, if anything, my picks are the best are with the CFL. And I'm better with the NHL. But though I'm watching all the games. My NFL picks suck because I don't watch all the games. I watch... One game a day is my rule. Would you agree with that? You, the most games you watch, the better you are with picks. 100%. I think that's so important. And, you know, when you watch a game, you know how a team plays, how confident you are in them. And even when teams lose, you know that, oh, they were the better team that day. They just lost, right? Because of this yeah. and that. And you don't just look, oh, they've lost three in a row. Yeah, but... It was this play and that fluke and this thing and that turnover, you know, um, absolutely. You watch games, you'll be able to pick winners a lot better. We, uh, I invite and welcome in all of the audience today. I invite your comments and questions, 902-518-3033 in the Sober Carpenter text line, Sober Carpenter non-alcoholic craft beers. Find them at your uh, favorite beer, wine, and spirits store. And also for the streams, you can write us there too. So having said all of that, on my <laughs> daytime commentary today that runs on Sask Radio, I said, here are my picks for the weekend, but do not take that to the bank. And the, uh, the czar of LTD Radio, which carries my commentary, Joe, got a real bang out of that. <laughs> do not take these to the bank. This is who I'm rooting for. And... It segues into this. Our poll question today is for uh, Key Auto Group. It always is. At Key Auto Group, they're driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. The question is, who's the Super Bowl favorite? And Darren went into Bet Regal and got their odds, their favorites, and they are in no particular order. Buffalo, Baltimore, San Francisco. Those are our options. Buffalo, Baltimore, San Francisco, or other. And last I saw Clark on YouTube, Baltimore was leading. What do you have now? 
49ers are leading on YouTube. That's the poll. Um, so, hey, people watch this show every day. They know me now. I'm not giving betting advice. I just so I, I voted other because I guess I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys now. And interestingly enough, Dallas, regular viewer of ours, hockey marketer to the stars, he writes in. Anytime I say anything negative about the Cowboys, he calls me a hater because he knows that I'm a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan. So I guess are you either going to be a fan or are you going to be a pick prognosticator prediction guy? That's not what I'm going to be. Why do I hear slamming and bamming? Is that me? Anyways, I heard that too. I'm going to go. You heard it too? Uh, it's, it's Cowboys for me. So I got to go with that. How about you? For me, it's the Ravens, I think. And they are favored on, on Bet Regal. Um, I think it's all because of Lamar Jackson. He gives them a huge edge on the 49ers. Um, but Dallas, I think Dallas was the fourth highest ranked team in terms of odds. So it went Baltimore, San Fran, Buffalo, and then Dallas. So, um, Second best odds in the NFC. I think we're looking at a Dallas-San uh, Fran collision course for an NFC title game, which would be a heck of a lot of fun. Yes. So we'll have some fun with that. Uh, well, here, now we're not going to get into the picks right now. we got to save the, the salacious stuff for later on in the show, and that's our Bet Regal deal or no deal for the weekend. Take Darren's picks, not mine. i got to remind people, too, this show's airing live now, I think. Yeah, I'm live, but at 5 p.m. Eastern, it replays. You wouldn't believe how many times I open the phone up, Darren, and there's messages that have come in from people that think the show's live at that time. And if we have time later, we'll have some fun stuff here. Todd Peterson. Todd Peterson, that's his name. No relation. He writes in from Saskatoon. And he says, Rod and Darren, please share your opinion on the scariest and toughest sports and best athletes all time men and women happy new year and thanks for the rod peterson show we're not going to do that now but we'll probably do it later just for fun from todd who thought the show he wrote in he thought the show was live and it's not i'm just going to point that out now here's an interesting one away from all the serious stuff Point four, just one day after Pat McAfee announced Aaron Rodgers would no longer appear on his show this NFL season, the ESPN host, McAfee, welcomed him back. On Thursday's episode of the Pat McAfee show, the host brought the Jets quarterback onto the show to talk about his friendship with Bill Belichick. Upon news, the coach was leaving the Patriots. Rodgers noted that he's in the woods enjoying off-season activities as the regular NFL season ended Sunday night. McAfee said on his show Wednesday that the weekly segment of Aaron Rodgers Tuesday was done for the season, noting, quote, there are going to be a lot of people that are happy with that, myself included, to be honest, unquote. So this is as big of a story. It's, there's more headlines on this than the actual games this weekend, and that's just the world we live in. So don't blame me. we got to talk about what people are talking about. And before I ask your opinion, here's mine. This looks unbelievably Bush League. I've tried to defend Aaron Rodgers at every turn, and at this point, I can't. You said stupid things, had yourself removed. You got to go away. And why he, why McAfee caved and brought him back on, I don't know, but it looks really Bush League and Mickey Mouse to me. You? I think this is a, a great example of irresponsible reporting and anything for a click and a headline. You know, when he says on the show that the regular segments are over, that was the scheduled thing. It just happened that the timeline lined up. 
And he was happy, uh, sure, that it was going to be over for the year because of the controversy and everything else. Um, and people took that to think, oh, he's responding to the Jimmy Kimmel allegations and Rogers and the heat, and he's canceled the segment and he's done all those things. That's not what happened. And then when Bill Belichick, you know, retires, he goes to his number one guy that comes on the show to give his analysis because he played his whole career when Bill Belichick was in the league and played against the Patriots at times and things like that. So everybody thinks he's contradicting himself, and that's not the case. That's because we only read tweets and headlines and don't read the whole story. And so it looks like a bit of a contradiction and a walk back. In reality, it's really a whole lot of nothing. Well, it's not because making headlines and somebody's not telling the truth. So you can believe everything you hear. Uh, one day I'll be long gone, dead and gone, and people will finally realize. Rod used to say all the time, don't believe what you hear. And listen, I didn't patent that. I didn't even come up with it. It was Perry Shockey, Perry-ass hockey, who told me a generation ago, believe none of what you hear. None! And only half of what you see. Take that to the bank. Great okay, we'll see you in hour two. You bet. Jim Barker is in next, our football analyst. It's a football Friday, and we are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop. EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Tell you what, folks, this show's going to go fast, so uh, pay attention. And by the way, Canada's top men's curling teams are thick into the season, and their eyes are firmly focused on a trip to Regina for the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI. Single draw tickets are on sale now, $24 to $70, depending on the draw and the seat selection. And youth tickets are just $9.99 for all draws. Curling Canada is committed to providing affordable options so the entire family can enjoy this world-class event. It's the Canadian Men's Curling Championship. Championship, Brand Center, Regina. Get your tickets now, curling.ca slash tickets. Another great Canadian tradition is Jim Barker. Let's bring him in, our football analyst, presented by our friends at uh, EMJ Marketing. Hey, Jimbo, how you doing? Good to see you. Biggest news of the week is the stepping back of Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, and Nick Saban. Career coaches yourself, what are your thoughts on this? 
Well, it was, it was truly a black week. You talk about Black Monday as the first Monday when the NFL season ends. This was truly a black week. I mean, guys, that Pete Carroll, he broke in right around the same time I did. And, uh, you know, he had been at UOP. And uh, to just to watch him step away uh, when he wanted to keep coaching. And I believe Belichick wanted to keep coaching also. But, uh, you know, it's kind of just a changing of the guard. And it happens. And, uh, you know, Nick Saban. Again, I think the college football landscape has changed so much. It's become such a different job. Um, you know, it's not like old recruiting where you, you find the top guys and you go sit in their homes. And it's so different now with the NIL and uh, just the way everything, everything is going, the transfer portal. Uh, and I honestly believe, and he said he didn't have the energy to, to be an effective head coach. And, you kind of get that feeling when you're in that job, whether or not it's best for you to keep going. Now, I honestly believe Belichick and, and Pete wanted another year, uh, one more year. But, uh, you know, it's the way it goes. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Belichick. Uh, they've already replaced him with Gerard Mayo, who was a guy they handpicked and actually wrote in his contract that he would be the next head coach. So uh, they didn't have to go through any any deals. And uh, uh, again, it's it's one of those things that'll be interesting to see, like what Pete's doing, where he's going to stick around. That'll be interesting for a new coach, uh, just like it, it would be interesting if Bill Belichick stuck around New England and just to see how Jared Mayo was doing. But uh, yeah, it was truly a black week because it was a change into the guard, an official change into the guard. Well, I chuckled because I thought of 2011. We in Sask Ken Miller stepped aside. We brought in Greg Marshall. It was nothing short of an unmitigated disaster. And we started one and seven and ended up firing Greg and put Kenny on the sideline. It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. Have you, yeah. have you been around a scenario like that? Well, I stepped aside in 2011. I was the head coach and GM, and I couldn't do both. I mean, I had learned to be a GM different than these guys who are head coach GM now. I actually spent, you know, five years just GMing. So I knew at the end of 2011, it was my second year as the head coach and GM in Toronto that I couldn't do both. I couldn't, I, 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 could, I was cheating the team. I was cheating our players. I was cheating the organization. So I stepped aside and then hi, hired the head coach and stayed there. And uh, we won the Grey Cup that year that, in 2012. And, you know, we had success through that, through that time. And Scott and I were able to, to work together. We, uh, he had been a player for me. He had been a coach for me, kind of like Mayo with uh, Belichick. He's been a player. He's been a coach. Um, again, it's different. I was the GM when I hired Scott. Bill would not be hiring Jared Mayo. He was hired by, um, by the Kraft family. So uh, it, it was a little different, but that was a little bit the same, uh, a little bit the same kind of deal where the old coach is still there. And, you know, it was hard on assistance because you have to give, I had to give Scott the freedom to hire the guys. I mean, I suggested Orlando and Mike O'Shea, but he could have very well not brought them back like he didn't bring back some of the other guys. Uh, he kept Steve McAdoo and then he kept Orlando and O'Shea. So, yeah, it was, it was a little bit different situation, but a little bit similar. Yeah, well, it's hard on everybody. And, and, and to that SAS situation, Kenny Miller, 
I love him. Greg Marshall, great guy too. Wasn't going to work. <laughs> you know, it, just, it was yeah. so awkward, man. And they tr tried to do the right thing. It just wasn't going to work. Hey, to the NFL wildcard weekend. We got six games. In your mind, who will the upsets be, if any? Well, again, I'm not sure the odds in my little picker pool that I'm in, which, again, I don't gamble, but I do get in these pools. Like, I love the Browns against the Texans. I just, uh, Kevin Stefanski, who, by the way, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. The guy looks just like Ryan Dinwiddie. When you look at him, <laughs> he looks exactly like Ryan Dinwiddie. I just noticed it uh, last week when I was, I was watching. So, But I, I don't know. The Browns, and it's Joe Flacco. In 2012, when we won it, we brought uh, Adriano Belli in in, in September. And the, the, the whole tone of the team changed. He changed the locker room. I get the feeling Joe Flacco has done that with the Browns. They're playing better on defense. Their veteran players are playing with excitement and like their little kids. Um, he's, just, he's brought something that this team needed. And I, I just, I like the Browns. And, and again, I know uh, C.J. Stroud is, you know, is coming into his own. And I just think he needs more. And I, again, I, I like them. Um, the Dolphin Chief game, boy, is such a tough one because the Dolphins have so much talent, but they got so many injuries and so much speed. But it's going to be in Kansas City. What's the weather going to be like? It's supposed to be pretty bad from what I understand and and what is the chief what are the chiefs I mean I don't think Mahomes believes in that team so I'm picking the chiefs because they're at home uh and because I just believe that the Dolphins are are just beat up I uh, again I thought that game that they had against the Bills they needed to win they couldn't get it done and uh yeah uh, you know, I think the Bills will beat the Steelers. Uh, I think the Cowboys will beat the Packers. The other tough one for me is the Eagles and Tampa Bay. Because Tampa Bay, again, uh, Baker Mayfield is a bit nicked up. Uh, their, whole, their whole team is. But the Eagles, there's, you talk about problem. There's something wrong there. You don't go into a, the playoffs with, in the kind of, with the kind of record and things that they're doing. So, uh, you know, I, again, I, I'm going to take the Eagles just because, but boy, Tampa Bay would not shock me at all. And then the toughest game to pick on the card, I think, is uh, Detroit and the Rams. Um, I think that's, a, that, that's wicked. That's, that's a tough one because, you know, you say, well, the Lions, well, the Lions have never been here before. They got a lot of young players. They've never been in the playoffs. They haven't done it. They have, you know, having the home field advantage is great. But this Ram team won it two years ago. I mean, they still have Aaron Donald. They still have a lot of those players in their in their locker room. And and Matt Stafford goes back and he's won it. And again, I think the Rams are they're a team that that's the one you don't want to play. The Rams and the Browns. Those are the two teams I think that are that you don't want to play that are you know, kind of have gotten in the back door and now they could become a factor. So uh, I am going to pick the upset there and take the Rams over the Lions. Uh, even though I love the Lions, I just think that, I, I think they need to grow. They need to go one more step. And uh, 
So everybody needs to take the opposite of what I pick, and they'll probably have a good chance of winning. <laughs> that, that's the funny thing. You don't bet, and to be honest, I don't haven't really either. Everybody laughs, and my picks are always wrong, and I'm like, well, I've never had to. <laughs> it's not what yeah. we generally do, you know. Um, well, there's see, people that the do that way. are very. I, I went the other way. I used to bet a lot, and then I lived in Reno. I coached at the University of Nevada, Reno, and I quickly got over any gambling issue I had, and I'm. Now I have a daughter who's a pit boss at the Bellagio in Vegas, and I go there, and I don't even have a craving to put a dime into a slot machine, or I don't even have dime slot yeah. machines anymore, or none of that. So yeah, no, I just it's I completely it completely went out of my system about 35, 40 years ago. Well, yeah, as far as sports betting, when it first came in in the 90s, I started doing it. I was working in the CFL, and I was winning because I had inside knowledge, and I was like, this feels wrong and i stopped <laughs> i didn't do it for 30 years and now we're back yeah, doing it because our biggest sponsor my brother my brother is a bit of a gambler and he he's learned don't call jim if it's because he never is going to be right i i you know the closer <laughs> you are to it you see things differently you really do i mean it's it's like i agree you see all these things we're going to do this and we're going to do that but then it doesn't happen and so, yeah, he stopped calling me about 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. BW in Edmonton writes in and says, uh, Mr. Barker, what are your thoughts on Chip Kelly's proposal of pulling college football out of all conferences and build regional leagues? Example is North Dakota's independent and plays everyone. Yeah, again, I, I kind of, I, I like the regional idea. But again, it's proven that like the Pac-12 lost so much money because of time frames. And we, we see here, um, the CFL, I think, did a lot better because they didn't play a lot of those 7.30 West Coast time games. They started those games at 4 uh, and 5 at the latest, and they were able to get uh, the East Coast people watching. So the whole regional idea, I'm not, uh, I'm not big on. I kind of, this is interesting to have these uh, you know, to have USC and UCLA and the Big Ten and, uh, you know, some of the rivalries that were in the Rose Bowl when I was a kid, Michigan playing uh, Michigan playing against USC or Ohio State and, and UCLA in the Rose Bowl. Those kind of things will be exciting. The SEC, you know, bringing um, the people in. And I, I don't know. I, it's, I, I'm not sure about the whole Chip Kelly idea. Um, it's it just to me is you got i think there's a, this is kind of the first step toward that uh but i don't know and i haven't studied it so i don't really have a great knowledge of it yeah well how about this you work at the rights holder of the cfl tsn so how much are you following the winter meetings what is your synopsis or overall from what you've seen watching from afar like the rest of us what's your take out of what you heard well, I don't think there's a lot of rule changes happening. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a lot of change. I think there's a lot of interesting things going on in terms of, you know, we had uh, we've had a couple guys restructure contracts. We have Jeremiah Mazzoli this week coming up with a January fifteenth payment, but that's a little different because people don't realize if a guy gets hurt, you can't cut him in the off season. So they can't. They're they're down for that hundred thousand and. Now, will they will they cut him to or 
or will they they'll try to get him to renegotiate i don't know that he would renegotiate out of something that they have to pay him so he's until training camp starts when training camp starts then they can release him they cannot pass him on the physical whatever and all obligations over but any off-season payments a player who's been hurt with like an achilles a long-term injury and they changed this around 10 years ago and i wasn't sure about it and i knew jeremiah's payment was coming and i checked with the league and yeah i was right about 10 years ago they changed it and now you're on the hook for those payments so um you know i, th I just think it's interesting watching how some of the teams are building you know the mcleod bethel thompson happened officially and um again he is saying all the right things and and he is all the things chris said about him as a leader are true uh he's a fantastic leader uh will it help trey ford uh will it hinder trey of course chris is going to say it's going to help trey ford i still believe he's going to he's he could be traded for if they could get a first round pick uh that they gave up for him um i believe that they could get somebody could get him and i think the perfect fit for him would be the bc lions um you know they've dane evans retires he he's he fits that offense like a glove he's very much like vernon adams um that might be just a perfect fit for him uh they, they, there's a good chance they could lose matthew betts uh who is a, a canadian starter for them and uh this would give them again a canadian who's a backup at quarterback doesn't give you a lot of value doesn't give you a lot of value in terms of the ratio until he becomes a starter uh but those are the things that are interesting to me trevor harris he restructures but very different than bo levi's read bo levi's restructure was basically a huge drop in how much he's going to be guaranteed uh in trevor's this was a drop not so much it was in his a, a little bit of a drop in his guarantee but he can get it all back in play time so bo levi took an actual hit to how much he's going to make where trevor it was more of a if i play i'm going to get paid what i was what i was due and you know so he restructured his so just looking at these restructures to me is is really fascinating as you know the cap is going to stay basically the same it goes up a little bit and as free agency comes comes in uh again not being there you don't hear all the behind the scenes rumors you know Naylor's there and he keeps me abreast as much as he can but um you know so you just you don't know what's going to happen i i think the 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 next interesting thing is what happens in uh in ottawa and when free agency hits um if they give mazzoli the money I believe they're going to be a major player in Drew Brown. I just, just it's a, just a gut feeling. I have nothing to back that up. But uh, again, free agency to me in the CFL is fascinating, and I think that you you can really see more so than the NFL. You can see the things teams put value on based on what they're going to pay people or where they think they're weak. Uh, for example, Edmonton. You know, Edmonton has spent all this money in free agency on wide receivers and have not addressed their offensive line. Now, are they going to go out and address their offensive line? They've, they've re-signed Boyko. But that th those are things that I find fascinating. Will a team go out and actually address what, you know, they need to, what they need to address to become a championship-level team? 
not a team that can win some games, but a championship to win a Grey Cup. And uh, anybody that, you know, looks at teams, you could, you make determinations. Saskatchewan, the same thing. They've tried to upgrade their offensive line last year. They just, you know, they, they had some bad luck with the injury to Blake and, you know, but they need to, they need to upgrade that. And how much are they willing to pay to do that? And so that, that, that's the stuff I find fascinating this time of year. Yeah, it is great. It's a wonderful synopsis, too. We'll talk more next week. Thanks for this, Jim. Enjoy the football. All right, you too. Go Cowboys. Our football analyst. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> How about them, Cowboys? How about them Sunday afternoon? Our chat brought to you by EMJ Marketing Speakers Bureau. They'll find you the perfect keynote speaker for your event, including Jim Barker. Look up Joe at emjmarketing.com. For more details, we'll be back with a sports update and viewer takeover the rest of the way. In hour one, we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life? perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Hey, everybody, in case you didn't notice yesterday or weren't watching, the Telemiracle Online 5050 raffle is live now. You can buy your tickets at telemiracle5050.com. You only got to be over 18 years of age and physically in Saskatchewan to purchase this ticket. Why Saskatchewan, you ask? Because this show is being produced and beamed out of IKS Media in Saskatchewan. Tickets are on sale until February 23rd at 4 p.m. SAS time. As you should know, the winner gets 50% of the final jackpot. And then all the proceeds go to Telemiracle 48, supporting Saskatchewan's charity. Visit telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. Telemiracle5050.com. Please help us out. And uh, buy those tickets today and make your donation. Going to get to a sports update in the moment. I just want to tell you that until the top of the hour, to use a broadcasting term, it's just you and I. So 902-518-3033, the number to reach me right here in the Florida studios or streaming on YouTube, you can comment there. Pretty much anything you want to talk about. Sports update from this Friday, Juan Soto and the New York Yankees agreed to a $31 million one-year contract that broke Shohei Otani's record for an arbitration-eligible player. Toronto slugger Vladimir Guerrero filed for $19.9 million, the high among 23 players who exchanged figures with their teams among 194 eligible for arbitration at the start of the day. 
Among the 171 others who agreed to deals were Mets first baseman Pete Alonso, Milwaukee righty Corbin Burns, Yankees second baseman Glabor Torres, Cleveland uh, righty Shane Bieber, Milwaukee shortstop Willie Adams, House, uh, Houston left-hander Framber Valdez. From the football world, Owasu High School in Oklahoma. Head football coach Antonio Graham announced the addition of former University of Tulsa and professional quarterback Dane Evans to his coaching staff today. The hire marks the first for Graham, who was named head coach of the Owasu Rams last month following Bill Blankenship's retirement from the role. Dane Evans began his pro career with the Philadelphia Eagles in 2017 before signing with the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL, where he spent five seasons spent last year with the B.C. Lions and announced his retirement on January 1st. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience, visit commoncrown.ca. And for Landmark Cinemas, in theaters today, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic, Mean Girls. Check it out this weekend, specifically tonight, at your local Landmark Cinemas. To the Silver Carpenter text line we go. 902-518-3033. Jim Wagner writes in from Balgoni, Sask. Glad you asked. Regarding the betting, he says, Morning RP Nation, cheering for and betting on are completely different issues. You have pointed that out before, Rod. Heart versus head. Thanks for the great week. It has been a fantastic week. I thank our entire team. Clark has really lined up a fantastic bevy of guests, that's for sure. I've enjoyed talking to them. I've enjoyed talking to you people. And that Jim Barker Friday segment is always awesome. I enjoy it. Sometimes I feel like just putting my feet up on the desk and listening to him talk. And talked about this this morning in the 12-step meeting that I was in in terms of ego and stuff. I literally don't care how I look. With regards to being wrong with my picks and predictions, I don't care. I do not care. And I've never really been able to explain my thoughts on that, but Jim articulated it very well. He's like, his bets are always wrong too, or his picks, because I don't think he makes bets. But what did he say? The closer you are to it, the harder it is to be right, because you have the inside information for one side. You know what I mean? And he goes, it's, it's a different perspective from those that are doing it professionally. So I'm not going to apologize for being wrong on my picks. I want the Cowboys to win. And the thing that scares me is, sorry, Jen, from the Four Seasons and all of you Packers fans that are watching. You read the game notes, and this is... I mean, how many people picked in the CFL East Final this year? The Toronto Argonauts blowing up against Montreal. The famous quote here that got the Alouettes all riled up on this show was, I said, not even a team quarterback by God himself could beat the Argonauts this weekend. Look at all the stats. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. We've won 16 in a row at home at AT&T Stadium. Jordan Love has, this is his first playoff game ever. Starting. You don't win those. Not even Brett Favre nor Aaron Rodgers won their first playoff game as a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. So all of those reasons make it look like the Cowboys will be high-stepping into the end zone with the win on Sunday, right? 
and they're favored by seven. Who knows? Stephen from North Dakota writes in and says, Greetings and no hallucinations from minus one Fahrenheit. Sunny and windy Fargo, North Dakota. Football Friday approved. Approved. Minus one, minus one Fahrenheit's damn cold. We're not the weather network, but um, that's cold. Okay, full viewer takeover when we come back. This has been good. Moose will join us in hour two, and Emmanuel Arsenault as well. We'll be right back for viewer takeover right after this on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. everybody it is audience takeover time and i'm dedicating this entire time that's left an hour one to that uh from esby watching in winnipeg where we're very big on bell mps cable esby says as a winnipeg jets fan i think winning is the only thing that matters as far as betting on those jets so bet on them for stanley cup 12 to 1 odds it's unbelievable, man, the whole betting thing. And I, I know it turns off a lot of people. I don't care. If you're turned off, don't watch. Because when I, and we're not doing it for the commercial, the business aspect of it. Well, in a way we are, but it's, it's interesting because you can talk about the actual games themselves. Like I have said, Jets have won eight in a row. The Seattle Kraken have won eight in a row. Edmonton Oilers have won nine in a row. Florida Panthers have won nine in a row. This is a discussion I'm having here with Panthers fans. And I haven't had it with any Oilers fans. But there is a thing about peaking too soon. And we'll all forget about it in the years down the line. But stick a fork in this. And remember it. The Toronto Argonauts racing out to, what was it, a 12-0 start? We would have all thought they were the Grey Cup favorites, right? In mid-September. Sure we would. Come playoffs? <laughs> it's a thing. It's a th now is not the time to be playing your best hockey. And well, and that's what the hockey people know. And even some fans, too. Remember that guy? We haven't heard. Oh, it's Kirk in Toronto. I think he is watching today. He was all riddled with anxiety that the Argos were peaking too soon. I'm like, dude, chill. And while he was right, <laughs> in the end, he was right. What difference does it make for him? You get up and go to work the next day. You're, you're cool. And nobody lost their job over it, so why keep score? John in Edmonton writes in and he says, sad day in Edmonton. Edmonton sports media personalities John Short and Robin Brownlee have both passed away. Yeah, not cool with that one, man. I knew Robin pretty well. I respected the heck out of his work. I loved reading his stuff. I loved he was on this show and did a great job. I don't know. Never met John Short. Never even heard his radio show. I think it was on. I was on his show a couple times talking about the Rough Riders, but just my Edmonton friends. Listening to them talk about John Short, it was like the most irreverent god of sportscasting in Edmonton. So I feel for you. That, that's the heart of Edmonton sports media, a major hole in Edmonton sports. How about that? 
with the passing of those two guys. So condolences to their families and their fans. And thank you, John at Edmonton, for pointing that out. Je uh, from Jen at the Four Seasons, she says, Mike McCarthy will help the Cowboys lose. <laughs> she says, I have much love and faith in my Packers to upset. Yeah, but you can't separate your heart or your head either, Jen. I know you. You're like me. We're going to be talking about all of this next hour, so stick around after this brief pause here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.